With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. The general manager of the Colts has a choice. He can play this one of two ways with Carson Wentz, and it's going to define his career and his stewardship of the Indianapolis Colts as its general manager. We're going to talk about that. We'll also talk about Indiana University basketball. They got two ways to be able to win tonight, and this is a must-win game against Maryland at Simon Scott Assembly Hall. You win, you got chance. You lose, you got no chance. Like I said, two ways to win. It's up to the Hoosiers to do one of these two things if they're going to get over the hump tonight against the Terrapins. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, February 24th, 2022. Hit the like button, hit subscribe, ring the bell. Let's go. Let's talk about sports, right? We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson, an absolutely stellar guy, does great work for a great price. Give him a call. You can trust him. I trust him. I've trusted him three times in my home as a plumber. Great at what he does. And again, you can trust him. Got to be able to trust a plumber. That's the way it goes. 765-610-8809, the number. Let's talk about sports. So here's the deal with Chris Ballard. One of two things is true. Chris Ballard either is in line with Jim Irsay, the owner of the Colts, and believes that Carson Wentz has got to go in order for the Colts to reach their destiny of playing championship football, or he believes that Carson Wentz may give them the best chance to win. That's a belief that they had a year ago and gave up a third-round pick and a first-round pick in this year's draft in order to exercise that opportunity to win with Carson Wentz. Colts went 9-8. and eight. Carson Wentz ranked, according to Greg Rosenthal, 20th among uh, NFL starting quarterbacks in, in the way he comported himself for the Colts. Carson Wentz was not popular with the owner of the Colts, Jim Irsay, for a variety of reasons. One, he had two opportunities in the last two weeks to win one game and take the Colts to the playoffs. He didn't get it done. He didn't play well in either the game against the Raiders in Week 17 or in Jacksonville in Week 18 
against the woeful Jaguars who are going to pick first overall in this year's NFL draft. They were the worst team in the NFL, and Carson Wentz had a QBR of like 4.4 in that game. But that's not, we know that that's not the source of all of the discontent that Jim Irsay feels about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz refused to get vaccinated, put himself into play for being taken away from his team by the NFL via its protocols for COVID-19. That did not sit well with Jim Irsay. Jim Irsay had a meeting with Chris Ballard, Frank Reich, where all of this was discussed. And Jim Irsay said, fellas, we got to move on. At least that's what we're led to believe by reports from Jason Lockenfora of CBS Sports and Chris Mortensen of ESPN. All right, Jim Irsay, big mouth with the media, has put Ballard in a position where one of the two things has to happen. He has to either deal or waive Carson Wentz, or he's got to play Jim Irsay into kind of believing, as maybe Chris Ballard and Frank Reich do, that the best chance for the Colts to win is with Carson Wentz. If they waive Carson Wentz, that's $15 million against the cap by buy and $15 million in cash by buy too, to say adios to Carson Wentz. Is it worth $15 million to kick Carson Wentz to the curb and get who? And for what? Do they keep going into draft debt in order to satisfy their need for a starting quarterback? If they kick Carson Wentz to the curb after next year, there's no $15 million in cap space gone. There's no $15 million in cash gone. Can you trade Carson Wentz? What would you get for him? Could you get back anything resembling what they gave up? That first-round pick in this year's draft and the third-round pick in last year's draft. If Carson, if Chris Ballard can make a deal, a shrewd deal, like Howie Roseman did back in, what was that, 2016, right, where he traded Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford at the time was dilapidated. Sam Bradford, his career went wayward with the Rams. The Rams dealt him to Philadelphia. Philadelphia, after a year, said, holy hell, we got to get rid of this guy. Very Carson Wentz-like situation. They dealt him to the Vikings, got a fourth rounder and a first rounder from the Vikings. And Bradford actually validated the deal by playing pretty well in Minnesota, which was stunning to me. I was in St. Louis for two of the seasons that Sam Bradford wobbled around, got hurt, and and really comported himself as a terrible leader, in my estimation at least. I got pushback from the Rams on that, but I never felt like he was a good leader. He didn't act like a leader to me. He wasn't a captain on the team. When I got there, he wasn't a, who doesn't have a quarterbacks are captains. That's the rule. Bradford wasn't a captain for Steve Spagnuolo. And Steven Jackson was. At any rate, that's Ballard's charge. You got to put your team in the best possible position to win. If you've got a, a, a locker room full of players and they don't believe that the front office and ownership is doing everything it can to put them in the best position to win, why are they going to ball out every Sunday toward that effort? That's a great question. That's a great way to lose the locker room. Chris Ballard's got a problem if 
He believes that Wentz is the guy, that Wentz is the best answer to the question, both short-term in 2022 and long-term beyond. Because if you keep going into draft debt by moving guys and moving guys and moving guys, hoping that at some point you kind of luck into the right combination of the safe and get the get the right quarterback for the job to win games for the Colts, but you fail, your franchise then becomes a not just an also-ran, but a bottom-dweller, and the way out, how do you get out? You, you, many times you don't. Bottom-dwellers tend to remain bottom-dwellers. Look at the bottom-dwellers in the NFL, right? You know, you, you got a team like Jacksonville where they they go in the tank, they get Trevor Lawrence, they're in the tank again. What are they going to do? Look at the Colts back in the day. This is similar to what happened with the Colts. The Colts gave up a lot to get the draft pick to take Jeff George. Thought Jeff George was a guy. Jeff George turned out wasn't a guy. So they get rid of Jeff George. They pick up Jim Harbaugh, guys like Craig Erickson. They, you know, Paul Justin started for a little bit. They're trying to find anything. And in 1995, they kind of, they lucked into a wonderful offensive line. That offensive line, plus Marshall Falk, plus Jim Harbaugh, catching lightning in a bottle for the only season of his life, and a pretty good defense, they could have gone to the Super Bowl. They, They had to win out to get into the playoffs, but once they got in, they had a chance anyway, and, and then it all went awry again in 96 and 97, and they get Peyton Manning, but in 98, they're 3-13. and 13. They wind up picking in the top six or seven, top five, whatever. In 99, they take edge, and the nucleus of that team is kind of together, and they go on a nice run. It takes the right things happening in the right order. And one way to make sure that the right things do not happen in the right order is swapping quarterbacks all the time. So Ballard either needs to go to Jim Irsay and say, look, Jim, this is the way to win this year with Carson Wentz. Doing that, you kind of open the curtain on Jim Irsay's potential ill temper, which could cost you your job, either today or down the line. Or... You do what Jim Irsay says, and if that doesn't work out, you're going to get fired anyway. Tough life being a general manager in the NFL, especially for an owner like Jim Irsay, who wants to win right the hell now and doesn't believe Carson Wentz is the guy to get it done. In the end, so what's going to happen? That's why we watch. This is fantastic. The next three weeks are going to be unbelievable theater, Right? That's what we got to look forward to. It's February 24th. By March 19th, the deal's going to be done. Either they're going to keep Carson Wentz, or by March 19th, he is going to be waived, or he could be dealt prior to the 19th. You would think that he would be dealt prior to the night. We'll see. All kinds of permutations uh, of how this could go down, and it's going to be fascinating. I don't think Wentz is going to be the quarterback in 2022. I just don't. I think Ursay's going to get his way. You know why? Because he owns a team. That's why. Indiana tonight at Simon Scott Assembly Hall against Maryland. Indiana needs to do one of two things to kick the can down the road and keep hope alive for getting its first NCAA tournament invitation 
since 2016. One of those things is to suddenly become smart and efficient. Both smart on the defensive end, smart and efficient on the offensive end. Which means they got to start setting screens properly. They got to start using screens properly. They've got to make halftime adjustments to go play at a higher level in the second half. They got to defend like they understand what the hell they're doing and not spin around in circles looking for a guy to guard like Jordan Geronimo does from time to time. Or this is the more likely scenario for Indiana all of a sudden playing good basketball. That's shooting the ball better. They need to shoot the ball well. If they shoot the ball well, all of their works kind of fade away. That's how they beat Purdue. They shot the ball really, really well. If you shoot it well, you got a chance. Hoosiers tonight, they need to shoot it well because they are not all of a sudden going to become a really, really smart basketball team. That doesn't happen very often. But what it means is that the guys who don't shoot it well need to not shoot. Or you got problems. Like um, if Trey Galloway plays tonight, he should not shoot a three, period. Uh, Xavier Johnson, as we talked about ad nauseum yesterday, he was, he's been 14 of 54 during this five-game losing streak. Xavier Johnson should not shoot the ball other than taking it to the 10. If he can get to the rim, get to the rim, and he's good at getting to the rim. He's good at getting the corner on guys, creating contact. He's not good at finishing in traffic, but he can get fouled, and when he gets the line to the line, he can knock down shots. That's how Indiana wins tonight. Xavier Johnson, Trey Galloway do not shoot threes. They screen away from Miller Cop and Parker Stewart. They knock down outside shots. Xavier Johnson tries to break down the defense. Trace Jackson Davis gets fat numbers down low. Race Thompson, kind of the garbage man, picks up the trash, lays it in. There you go. There's your recipe for success. For Indiana. It's the only way they're going to beat even a mediocre team like Maryland at Simon Scott Assembly Hall tonight. Butler, man, they tried last night. They were down 16, 56 40, came roaring back, 13 straight points. They cut it to 56 53. They can't get over to Hump. Bo Hodges was awesome last night, 25 points, 10 of 14 from the floor. Butler is so close to being so good. And they just couldn't get over the hump last night. And they haven't been able to get over the hump against good opponents. Hopefully they get this thing rolling. I would not want to play them in the, uh, in the Big East tournament, period. Uh, Pacers, they get rolling tomorrow night. They got 20 games left in the regular season. And hopefully they lose all of them. We root for them to win in the micro. We want them to lose in the macro. We got to get the number one overall pick. Never had the number one overall pick. The lower you go, the better your chance. The more losses, the lower you go. It's that easy. That's tank math. And and the Pacers are in a position right now at 20 and 40. I guess they got 22 games left in the season. Lose and lose a lot starting tomorrow night. Uh, How about Notre Dame? There's one ranked team in the ACC, and it's Duke. Notre Dame is a game behind Duke in the ACC, could win the regular season title. And they're not ranked. Why? 
Notre Dame's a pretty damn good team. Mike Braid doing a great job as the coach of the Fighting Irish. Uh, birthdays today, Chelsea Craft, Kate Howard Wilson, happy birthday. Kelly Roxanne, the great Ed Wank, celebrating a birthday. Joe Canella, happy birthday. Brian Brotar, Brian Bullock, T- uh, Tim Drudge, Rick Wampler, Ken Bruce, Richie Hale, John uh, Zagul, happy birthday, Tim Caldwell, and Jim Hardy, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment today inside Indiana Sports Now. Talking Colts, talking Hoosiers, hitting the Bulldogs, maybe the Boilers a little bit, the Pacers. Gotta lose. Let's go. All right. Have a great day. Enjoy yourself. Love each other. Lift each other. It's nice. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.